The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. Worried about retirement? Want to travel the world or just be around to watch your kids grow up but you can't because you're drowning in debt? Now you can! With Heather Wagonhalls and the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Heather will show you how to stop chasing your wallet, eliminate debt, lose financial stress, and live the life of your dreams. If you truly ever wanted to have more, do more, be a give back more, now's your chance. Listen weekly to hear what others are doing to manage their money better with these proven strategies for building wealth with the Keys to Riches financial philosophy. Now, here's your host, Heather Wagonhall. Here I am in all my inarticulate greatness today. <laughs> your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhall's reporting for duty. This segment of Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio, is sponsored by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at keystoriches.com forward slash freebook and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks so much for stopping by. As I said before, I am your purveyor of prosperity, and I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. And we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. So first off, Miguel, what key? Uh, dreams with deadlines, number three. Our third key in the Keys to Riches financial philosophy. Very good. And I'm so excited because we are doing this key just on the tail end of our live virtual workshop that we did uh, just the past weekend, a w- cool. one weekend ago. Uh-huh. We did this amazing goal achievement strategy workshop to kick off the new year. And it was the it was sold out. We sold the last seat first really? thing in the morning. Yes, oh, nice. I know. And, and I didn't expect it to go as big as it Very did. Nice. You know, I just, I I wanted to kind of get it going. Yeah. So you just, you got to do that first one. And, and I've done it so many times in person and it's usually a three hour thing and, and it's interactive and, 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 uh, so I didn't know how it would go without the super touchy feely, but you can see me touch me, feel me. So do you, <laughs> what do you, do you Skype, Skype? Yes. Well, no, no. Actually, my um, phone system that I have actually has web conferencing. And so uh, w- I can see everybody. Everybody can see me. So if people have questions, wow. they can write down stuff. Yeah. So it's very interactive. Right. So if you have a web camera, if you're participating with your own web camera, you can be a part of it, uh-huh. which is really cool. You know, so that was exciting um, to be able to do that. So, uh, so our first one was an incredible success virtually. So we look forward to bringing you another one. If you uh, missed it, but are interested in our goal achievement strategy, which this key is what it kind of was born from, uh, you just visit our website. Um, you can get it at keystoriches.com forward slash workshops or unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash workshops and just click on the goal achievement strategy workshop. You'll see the big banner and logo and you can get on the wait list. So as soon as we announce the next date, you'll be first in line to get the good stuff to be able to sign up for it because uh, there are limited seats and I'm not saying that just to get everybody excited, but the console only allows me to stream to so many people at one particular time, you know, so it's important that you get in, get early sign up and get your seat. But 
until then, until we announce a date, it's just a wait list, but go ahead and sign up for that. Uh, for the Goal Achievement Strategy Workshop. And we're also going to be doing another Seven Selling Secrets one. And we also have one of the most important things that we have that we don't manage effectively. And if we're not seeing the results that we would like in our lives, but we have good jobs, we have you know fairly good instincts when it comes to our money and managing it effectively. But sometimes... It's not about that. It's about how our time escapes from us. So we're going to be doing our time mastery workshop coming up too this year. I'm so excited that we're all these workshops that we were doing live. We're trying to figure out how do we bring it outside of Arizona, not forcing everybody to come here and incur that added expense. So we can bring it to you more affordably because we're not renting rooms and you can do it in the comfort of your own home in your pajamas and bunny slippers. Yep. And uh, still get all the benefits of attending a live workshop uh, and being able to interact throughout the whole thing. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, we also have an icky moolah word of the day. It icky. could it could be icky. Icky. It could be gross. The taxes. It could be no, but it's gross. Gro- gross national product. Gross. It, it's gross, and that's your only hint because <laughs> we need to gross, talk about gross income. We're just, it's just gross. Gross adjusted income. It's gross. You just have to wait until that segment. So uh, our third key is the goal achievement strategy. And um, it's specifically dreams with deadlines. So this is where the fun happens for you as an investor, as a builder of wealth, as a creator of financial freedom. This key is critical to our success. Because this gives us interim, we may not have a life purpose, but we can have a financial purpose, and that is financial freedom. There's always a good financial purpose that we could be chasing, whether or not we have found our life's calling. Because regardless of whether we know what we want to do in our lifetimes, professionally, there's one thing that we must do, and that's be able to provide for ourselves financially. And that's why this key is so critical to our success uh, because it makes me think of Alice in Wonderland. You remember the Cheshire Cat? Sure. So, uh, but what's important about that is that, you know, when she was lost, he's like, where are you going? And she goes, I don't know where I'm going. And so what does the Cheshire Cat say? Then any road will get you there. So this is about identifying where is the destination. And then we can create the map to get there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. And we use, and in our goal achievement strategy, we take how we do it financially for ourselves uh, and we expand it to our greater life. Uh, we take these principles and show you how you can apply them to, for the greater good. Now, this key works synergistically with our other keys. And we're going to learn in next week our three five financial strategy in our, which key is it? Our fourth key. Yes. Our fourth key is knowledge is power and not knowing is powerful. Yes. And so in this key, we ask ourselves three questions. What was that you said? Our fourth key? Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Let me research this in my faux data bank called the iKid crap. (laughs) And I'm going to look it up and cheat, but that's okay because you got it done in a reasonable amount of time. Yes. And uh, so in our knowledge with power 
or knowledge is power, not knowing is powerful, we do a knowledge checklist and we use our three, five financial strategy to get us there. It's very, very simple. Money management does not have to be complex. And we ask ourselves three questions and address five areas of concern. And today's key, our dreams with deadlines key is our, where am I going question? Cause what is our first question? Do you remember that without looking it up? Uh, where am I? Oh, where am I? Where am I? Where am I going? What's the difference? There you go. You answer those three questions. You're on the road to financial freedom. It's that simple. It doesn't have to be any more complex than that. For some reason, I think this is why I was a bad student. I, when somebody asks me a question, I immediately freeze. Really? It's a, it's a, it's a character flaw. No, it's a, it's a, it's a learned response. Yeah. It's not a character flaw. It's just a behavior. It's a behavior that I developed through the years, and it's probably because I had a father that told me I was stupid. Right. And an older brother and sister that said the same thing. Okay. And I don't have to be taking up your time on this show. But we know that that's not true. (laughs) And so, well, but this is a great place to talk about this because, because how does that affect you? Financially, do you freeze when the opportunity presents itself for you to make a new choice? Financially, hey, this is a great investment opportunity. (gasps) Well, see, I see it's a learned behavior. It could it could manifest itself in other areas of your life. It doesn't though. It doesn't affect me in in that. As far as you know, it's a subconscious behavior. Right. So it could. You just might not realize how. Yeah. So, but very well, interesting well, that you identified that. I'm very conservative. I'm, I don't like to take chances. Well, but you're an old guy. You should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Did I say that out loud? I'm an old white guy. Yeah, complete. <laughs> I'm completely invisible in this generation. So that's our show for you in a nutshell. So it's going to be fabulous, by the way. But let's get on with this week's moolah word of the day, shall we? I said it was gross. What do you got? Gross. That's it. That's it. That's it. I was faking you out, making you think it was something else. Um, So gross, as our moolah word of the day, is the total amount before anything is deducted. Many important accounting statistics use this method, such as gross earnings and gross profit. It is the opposite of net, because net is after everything's been removed. So this is before everything has been removed because there's gradations to get to net. Net isn't like you got to get to net. And it's a big distinction too when it comes to taxes. Well, yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh, because gross earnings and then you have all your fabulous deductions and then you have net earnings. And then and you can make that radically different, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, you don't want to be paying taxes on your gross. No. You know, so that's why, you know, I mean, but if we had a flat tax, I'd be fine with that. Taxation is theft. So I still on my libertarian rants. But yeah. anyway, another term or another definition for gross is a dozen dozen or 144. Oh, really? So you can buy things on the gross. So if you are in manufacturing and they manufacture in one dozen packs – if you will, if you buy something, so what is my price per gross? Oh. It's on 144 units. Dozen squared. Yes, a dozen dozen, or 144 units. Yep. So when so when you buy on the gross, is 144 or a dozen dozen? And that's a 
a standard term. In, it's in, a standard term. It's a standardized term. So especially, you know, so uh, so if you are into um, uh, retailing goods or having goods manufactured, quantities, that's one of the standard reference, quantity references, mm-hmm. is, is a dozen dozen is a gross. Mm-hmm. So you can buy it. So if you've ever heard somebody say, are we buying it by the gross? For example, when my books are produced – we it, they're bought by the gross. Okay. So I buy a dozen dozen. That's how the quotes come over. And so I'll hit a critical mass that after so many grosses, I get another discount. But it's not like like if I buy five thousand books versus ten thousand, you know what I mean, or twenty thousand. It's not done that way. It's yeah. done, you know, at least in the in the the perfect binding size that I do six by nine the books. Or five and a half by eight and a half, they ship in dozen packs, you know, in dozen dozens. So I buy on the gross. And so when I calculate it, it's not always like in the even numbers. Like, well, it's even because of the fours, but it's not even in the sense that I'm not buying them by the hundreds. I'm buying them by the gross, which is the 144. So uh, this segment of Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio, is sponsored by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown for Keys to Riches radio listeners by visiting our website at keystoriches.com forward slash keepmyid and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. So this week's key... Is our third key. This is, you know, it's, it can be the first time, if the first two keys were a little excruciating for you, to really start having fun with your finances. Because now we're looking at possibility. The last two keys kind of deal with the past and the present. And if the present is murky, and if the past was completely (laughs) dense... And unseeable, like very opaque, yeah. if you will, then you'll, you're probably going, okay, well, this financial freedom pursuit sucks. And I don't know how much more of this I can handle. <laughs> Never fear. We're just spelling that myth right now because now it's going to get exciting. We're talking dreams here. Yes, dreams with deadlines. So the difference between a goal and a dream is it has a deadline. And I remember being in one of um, Tom Hopkins, uh, one of my mentors um, in the sales training arena. Uh, I was a a total disciple of his and and he used to always, he never referred to goals because goals can kind of sometimes have a negative connotation, especially if you don't perceive yourself as good at achieving them. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and I, I want to be clear on that word perceive because we're going to talk about perception here, uh, shortly. I'll circle back to that. When it comes to goals, sometimes it can have like, oh my gosh, you know, my mother always made me do goals or I always had to do goals or my boss is always wondering if I met my goals this month. So it can have a negative connotation for folks, especially if they don't usually have a way to get there. And so what today's Dreams with Deadlines key does is it gives you a strategy, a specific formula to be able to break down any goal, but specifically our financial goals, but you can break down any goal 
with this strategy and be able to achieve unparalleled success that you haven't before. And it's because it takes so many things into consideration that most goal strategies don't consider. First off, uh, I'd like to say it right now, it's the beginning of the year and I'm getting bombarded with emails about goals. Every single one of them had to do with goals, goal setting, planning, but nothing had to do, not one piece of literature in my inbox has mentioned anything about achieving said goals. Right. It's all about the plan. Yeah. But that's not enough. Yeah. Yeah, you got We have it. to have a strategy for achievement cuz setting the goals is only part of it. And the problem lies in our biology as to why we haven't achieved them. Because here's the reality that people don't realize, and this is why I'm saying perception. You have accomplished everything you set your mind out to do. Right now, at this moment, everything that you have achieved has been a culmination of your successful efforts in those directions. So most of you are probably going, who the heck does she think she is? I clearly did not want to be sitting in this crappy roach-infested apartment in the middle of this horrible side of the city in this crappy little town that I live in at this crappy little job and blah, blah, blah. No, you are exactly where you are by the choices that you made and the pursuits that you endeavored to undertake. So now... The question becomes, are you successful at achieving goals? Yes. Are you successful at achieving your stated goals? Perhaps not. But the perception is that we're bad at achieving goals when we look at what we've said we were going to do and haven't done. And it's because our biology gets in the way. I just finished a really great book, and I totally want to go to his little achievement center down in Florida. Uh, but uh, PhD Nick Hall is a psychoneuroimmunologist. Mm. And so he looks at the brain and he looks at behavior and he looks at the way the body responds to it. And all the stuff that I'm talking about is supported by all of his research. And I hadn't, I hadn't previously heard of this guy until I read some other professional development book about beliefs and the power of beliefs. And, and he was brought up and they were citing him. And I'm like, oh, of course. He's totally in line with what our values are here at the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. And so that's what makes the difference between our goal achievement strategy and everybody else's planning, preparation, and goal setting is because we give you a strategy to overcome the biggest obstacle in your way, which is the man in the mirror. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. It's your biology specifically, not you as a person. It's you, your biology yeah. that keeps you from getting where you want to go. So that's what the goal achievement strategy does is it takes a look at it. So the first thing we have to acknowledge is that our biology drives everything we do in life. Even though we have this fabulous prefrontal cortex that can reason and and logic with the best of them and evaluate and critically analyze things and create computers that think faster than we do now. There was a time where we thought faster than the computers. But even with that capacity, we are still biologically set up to fail at long-term planning. It's just the way it is. So what do we have to do in order to overcome it? Well, identifying that 
is the first step. This guy's book, by the way, Nick Hall's book is called, I know what to do. So why don't I do it? <laughs> I mean, what an awesome book yeah. title, right? Yeah. I, cause it's like, cause I, that's what we always say here. Yeah. We always exactly. say that I'll give you the secret to wealth. It's one sentence. It's four words. Uh, earn more, spend less. That's the secret. <laughs> Four words. Four words. That's the secret to building wealth. Earn more, spend less. It's that, it's that simple. Yeah. It, it, it's the same four words when it comes to your waistline. Move more, eat less. Don't give me all the psychobabble about, you know, why you do this and why you do that. It's all about the biology that interferes with that because that's the strategy. If you want the secret to being skinny, it's move more, eat less. Yeah. So you're like, oh, but Heather, you don't understand. I had a traumatic childhood. I had this. I had that. And that's great, you know, because those experiences made you who you are. Now amplify that. Stop using that as a crutch. Right. You know, take that and and use that as an instrument that can be a success tool, but it's no longer a crutch. We don't get to use it as a crutch because we're going to talk about why. Because we're biology-based creatures. We move towards pleasure and away from pain in this moment. We're not concerned about the next moment or the moment after that. We're concerned about this moment. And in this moment, we want to feel pleasure and avoid pain. And as long, and this is another thing that most people don't realize, because, you know, people create all these great programs and they try to sell all this stuff. You know, I have the cure for why people can't do this, that, or the other thing. I mean, I watch all of these. I get these things in my inbox all the time, these get rich quick schemes. Yeah. You know, and make $20,000 a month for one hour a week of effort. Like, okay, so let's just say it's a valid plan or program. All right. So why don't you sign up for it? If it really does exist, why don't you sign up for it? And here's why. Because even though we are driven towards pleasure and away from pain, as long as we are not in pain, we don't necessarily have to pursue pleasure. Hmm. Complacency yeah. is the enemy of success. Being comfortable. Yeah. Not pain. That's not the enemy of success, that's a good motivator towards success because we are not necessarily willing to chase the carrot dangling at the end of the stick, but we will always move away from the fire at our fannies. Mm -hmm. Always, every time without fail, unless we have a death wish. Yeah. Or we're sadistic (laughs) or masochistic. That's the one where you self-torture, right? Is masochism. Mm -hmm. Sadism is where I hurt other people or where one person hurts another person. I guess I should. That yeah. sounded really bad. <laughs> Sadism is, is I hurt you. Masochism hurt is I hurt me. That's what I meant to say, but it didn't come out right. Uh, so anyway, uh, so off that topic, onto money management. How does that help us by knowing that? Well, if you visit our website and you can just, you know, watch our uh, explainer video on the three amigos or download our previous show, our bonus show, where we talk about uh, the three amigos model for information processing, where we go into detail about why we do what we do and how the brain responds to stimulus in our environment, both externally and our internally created environments, like what we think about all day long. Then you'll understand this. So with this goal achievement strategy, because we're instant gratification folks, we can't plan too far out. 
So we have to pick a goal 10 years into the future. And if you're 18 listening to this, it's not likely you're going to know how much you want to retire with at 70 because that's six decades away. (laughs) And like you're thinking about this weekend after you or spring break, as the case may be. When's finals over? You know, your, your, your long-term vision isn't that far into the future. So we never want to plan more than 10 years out. Plus the difficulty planning more than 10 years out is that leaves too much to chance and the likelihood of your plans changing are, are exponentially increased if you plan out further than 10 years and then you're going to wind up rewriting your goals so many times and it'll make you feel wishy-washy if you go too far out. So we need to pick something that's achievable, that's doable, and something that, you know, in 10 years, we know kind of where we can be. And it's frightening to think what will happen in 10 years because I'll yeah. be 57, not yeah. 47. And I'm like, what? So now I don't want to plan 10 years out. But when I was younger, I was like, oh, I'm going to plan 20 years out. <laughs> that was me. That was me. I mean, good for you, though. Most most kids don't think that way. Right. And I'm pretty close to where I thought I'd be. Close in terms of I'm missing a zero. <laughs> but I'm yeah. still, like, I'm on the path, yeah. if you will. Yeah. You know, um, and I did have a few hiccups and some financial disasters along the way. You know, divorce is very messy and yeah. it can cost you everything. You know, and then, you know, you the problem with betting on people is they're people. Yeah. And they're biologically driven themselves. So they're going to go towards pe- pleasure or away from pain. Uh-huh. And so they may not manage their businesses effectively. And so sometimes your investments take a crap on you. Even if you've done your best to sort through it, it, it just happens. Yeah. But regardless of that, you want to pick 10 years out. So we go 10 years out and we figure out what does our lives look like? And I always like to start with asking myself and answering this question. In 10 years, I want to fast forward and imagine as if I'm there, what do I want to be remembered for? Interesting, yeah. How do I want to be remembered? And then I start there and figure out how do I want to be remembered? What? And then when I figured out that intangible part of life, then I can say, what will I be doing then? Because that's going to have everything to do with how much money you need (laughs) because what you'll be doing has a price tag because it costs money to do things, you know, like travel that costs money. So how am I going to uh, support that travel? If I plan to be touring all over and traveling, I need a big chunk of money to do that. Yeah. You know, so what kind of travel do I want to be doing? What sorts of things do I want to be? What are the average prices now? And I can forecast and I can inflation adjust for that number in the future and figure out where I want to be. And then I'm going to use one of Tom Hopkins' greatest tools is uh, you want to plan backwards, but you want to use it. This is a selling tool called Reduce It to the Ridiculous. And it's when you have high price items that you want people to buy, but you know that they can't stroke a five-figure check, or it's not likely that they'll stroke a five-figure check for what you're trying to sell. And I'll give you a specific example. So uh, I worked for 
um, a company that sold solar hot water heaters. And in Arizona, they go like crazy because you can have hot water just all year long. Yeah, sure. was, you know, and it was great. Even back then in the 80s, you know, they were a big deal. But they were $10,000. In the 80s, they were $10,000. Mm-hmm. So how do you sell something that's $10,000? Yeah. You know, you don't. You sell something that's 67 cents a day. Wouldn't you like to take unlimited yeah. hot showers for just 67 cents a day? Yeah. So if we can use this tool or this technique for selling people something, couldn't we also use it for saving for our financial freedom? Absolutely. And we want to reduce it to that ridiculous number so it's so small and so ridiculously simple that we cannot not achieve it. Mm-hmm. If we just put the 67 cents a day away, the $10,000 will be here in no time. Yeah. And if that's all you did systematically over that time period, you would achieve said stated goal. So after we do this, we just have to figure out, okay, what could get in the way of that as we reduce it to the ridiculous? What would keep us from that? Well, candy bars are 75 cents. Okay. So how do I go out and make sure that I've earned enough to cover that 67 cents plus the 75 that I need? Now we're thinking, all right, and but my job, this is 67 cents a day. My job makes me 10 bucks an hour. So we focus on this and we use this system of figuring out what it is, imagine ourselves being there and then working it backwards. It's that simple. That's how we do our goal achievement strategy. Um, and But this is one piece of the overall goal achievement strategy is setting the goal first because then we have all these other pieces of the puzzle which we will reveal in future keys that go in part and parcel to the full goal achievement strategy. But that's it for this week's key. For your key statement, key affirmation, and key action item, please visit our website at keystoriches.com. And for the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2017 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.